Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. My name is Gage, and I'm here with my co-host, Olivia. Hey, everyone. I have the giggles right now, so... We have the giggles. We're having a moment this morning. Um, we started, restarted this like eight times, but it's okay. Right. That's what happens. It's fine. We're just having fun. We're just having cute, quirky We're time. having fun. We're being quirky <laughs> and fun. <laughs> I just started dying because right now, if you're watching the video podcast, Jordan, her cat is right behind her, is like scaling up the walls. She's really into the yeah. lights. If you're watching the video, um, it's the holiday season. So if you were watching, you can see I have my holiday lights up. Um, and she's just been like scaling the walls, trying to rip them down every day. So that's been really fun to deal with. Having cats and Christmas decorations just like doesn't really work well together. Yeah. Um, every, you sent me a picture of your entire place and it just looks so cute. I'm just like, I need my, because like, I have lights hung up too, mm-hmm. but like, it's just like a different like spot. It's not like a full like experience when you walk in. So I need to like, we're going to Target today. So hopefully I can like Same. make that, like spruce that up. Yeah. We're going to Target because I want more Christmas decorations. But like anytime I want Russell to come with me to like Target or anywhere, I have to bribe him with lunch or like dinner. Like, I need to feed him. Otherwise, he won't come with me. And, I mean, that's fine. Like, I, t- I take forever when I go places, so I get it. But, like, it's just nice to have somebody with you sometimes. Yeah. How long are you typically, like, do you go through, like, the home section and, like, the foods? I don't know if your Target has, like, a food section. It does. Do you, like, do everything? I don't really. The only food section I go into is the wine section. But I spend most of my time in home, like the home improvement part. Yeah. They have so much like cute shit at Target now. They do. They really it's do. It's insane. Like I find something new every single time and I'm like, do I really need a, a vase? Like an empty vase? No. Or- I, like, yeah, exactly. Everything is so nice. Emily like loves it and she like loves, I think Joanna Gaines is like the, they have like her mm. line of um of like furniture and stuff and it's so cute like every time i go in i'm like but do we need to spend like all this money on like like 300 dollars on like a vase like it's not it's pretty expensive too target is like really um bougie do you have a target card no i do is it- and um well i don't really use it that much because i spent too much on it and i'm like trying to pay it off I saw a but TikTok of someone don't, at a, don't do it. of someone who had a Target card, and they like you get like sign-on bonuses with Target cards. So when you use it, you get like bonuses. So he would like spend all of it, or like take out all of the money that was on the Target card, and then pay it off immediately. So he was spending it, getting the bonuses, but then paying it off immediately. But I don't have a Target card. I just yeah, I'm I'm so scared of credit cards because I'm like I'm gonna it's gonna like. I'm going to have one cent on it. I'm going to forget about it. And then my credit's going to die. Yeah. I spent, I went a little crazy, a little too crazy. It was like when we first moved out and got our first apartment, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get a Target card because we need all this furniture and we need all this shit. Um, And I haven't really used it since because I went psychotic with it. So I just use my own card now. But that's another issue. I love that. Um, yeah, I just, I struggle so much with trying to get a credit card because I'm like, I'm just going to like, 
I just because I had a one credit card and I had it maxed for years. And I feel like good credit is such a white person thing because Emily's credit is like perfect. And then mine, and she's struggling. She needs some help. So um, it sucks so much. But it also yeah. like it's tough because like when you pay an apartment, when you get an apartment, they, they run a credit check. So I'm, I'm worried because we're moving and I'm like, I hope we like Emily's credit is great. Great. So I'm sure we'll get it. But it sucks because like I've been living in an apartment. I've been paying rent. But having an apartment doesn't help your credit at all. But they still need to scan it in order for you to get an apartment. So that's the frustrating part because I'm like, well, I like make good payments. I just don't have any sort of big thing that I pay off. Um, now I have a car, but yeah, that's the whole thing. But um, yeah, that's how yeah. I am too. Russell has like impeccable credit, so I feel like I just him. Don't get it. He's like the big reason why we get most of our apartments. So like, good job. I know we got Congrats. whenever we got our car. Um, we did it under both of our names, and then so they ran uh, Emily's credit, and they were like, "Oh, like we qualify for like the best one, so we don't even have to run like her credit." So I was like, "Oh." So then I I just realized like a month ago, I was like, "Wait, if they didn't run my credit, and the the payment isn't under my credit, or like the loan isn't under my credit, that means my credit score is not increasing, even though the car's under my name because the loan is under her name." So I'm like, that's so fucked up. Like the whole reason I wanted to like buy this car and buy this like more expensive car was so like I can make big payments and have my credit score go up. So it sucks. We love but, our responsible know. partners. I know. Exactly. Where would we be without them? Where would we be? Homeless. Honestly, homeless. <laughs> exactly. And with our spending habits and taste, yeah. <clears throat> homeless. Exactly. I I was looking over um, our YouTube video that we posted um, I highly recommend everyone watch our YouTube channel. Um, genuinely, I like I love having a video format for this podcast. It it is kind of hard to export. So some weeks, if I miss like an upload or something like that, don't kill me. Sometimes my premiere doesn't really fully get a. Um, sorry, I blanked the video out loud really quick. But yeah, sometimes the. Um, my computer just acts up because it's like an hour long podcast, but it's so funny because I'll get, we'll get like comments on it that like, that it comes out of left field. I hate uploading YouTube videos because YouTube comments are the absolute worst. People have no shame. So part of me is like, I love the audio podcast because no one can say shit. There's not like a comment section. We just exist and people just have to watch it, listen and enjoy. Like there's no way to like immediately give us backlash unless you want to DM us or something. But like YouTube, you'll post something. Whenever we posted the Super Straight podcast, we had like a bunch of people like just like calling us out, saying a bunch of shit, just like a bunch of like transphobes. And so the one we just posted, someone was really defensive of Dave Chappelle. And I'm just like, oh, my really? God. Really? What did they say? Okay, they said, okay, respect to you guys. However, they are not using the trans people as a joke. Comedians use more of what's on going on in the news. So don't think you're being targeted as a joke. Think of how they would react if trans people targeted blacks and whites and made them a joke. Okay, so well, we don't. We so don't. Like- <laughs> and also, it it's just a weird, confusing like comment. I'm like, wait, are you supporting us? Are you against us? What are you mad at? Because if people made a joke about like black people that aren't black, that's obviously also an issue. Like what? So I commented. That I makes no sense. I responded with, "Did J.K. Rowling send you?" Stop. So if, if you see like a if you see like a witty or like a a stupid like response to a comment, that's probably me. 
Her henchmen, um, they're coming for us. They're coming for us. She heard about our show. It was ha- going to happen sooner or later. But uh, yeah, I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to hopefully send over some love to our YouTube channel. If um, you by any chance have a chance, please go check it out because um, yeah, I work really hard to make the, the video po- podcast go up. Go subscribe to us. Um, we officially got the domain youtube.com slash girlish, just a period. That's girlish. So cool. Yeah, I was like really excited to like be able to get that. I think you need a certain number of YouTube or the like, YouTube subscribers in order to get like a custom URL and we ended up having it. But I would love to see this podcast grow more. So engage with our videos, comment on them, defend us, um, support us through there. Because yeah. sometimes, yeah, it gets pretty gross. And but, everybody that is just begging us to make YouTube videos again, like, here you go. Like, yeah, is. right. There you want to see me back. I'm, a, yeah. I'm right there. <laughs> Our channel is, um, yeah, slightly smaller. I try to promote it on, like, my community page and stuff like that. So, yeah, give us some love. I want to get to, by the, for 2022, I want to, like, get our channel to a good amount of subscribers. Right now we're at, like, 300, so I obviously want it to grow um, exponentially. So subscribe, show your friends and stuff like that. And, yeah, but I just wanted to bring that up. But other than that, anything new happening in your life? What's going on? So... Since it is the holiday season, I really wanted to talk about something because I was, I got into, we got into a very heated argument, me and Russell. It was Thanksgiving and we were leaving Thanksgiving dinner. Second we get into the car, Christmas music. And I'm really not opposed to Christmas music. I, I really do enjoy it. But in November... On Thanksgiving, I think it's a little too early. I think we jumped the gun a little bit. It it just isn't the vibe. So I wanted to know how you feel because I was attacked. I was told that I don't have any Christmas spirit and that I'm a Grinch. And I just really wanted to know what your opinion was because I don't think I am. I think it's very reasonable to not listen to a different holiday's music on Thanksgiving. I... I love Christmas, and immediately after Thanksgiving, I will say um, I was very much prepared to put of the Christmas tree. So, I but had it was to, after Thanksgiving, right? It wasn't on Thanksgiving. You weren't like eating dinner, and you're like, oh, no, 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 yeah, Christmas. it was after Thanksgiving. Like December first is like when I feel like is like the appropriate exactly time December first. Prepare for it. <laughs> I, I I just like I love Christmas music. I love the vibe. Um, yeah, I just, you might be a, a little bit of a Grinch, but it's okay. We, we love the Grinch. It's the best, the best Christmas movie. So it's fine. And honestly, he turned out having a redemption arc. So it's exactly. Fine. And the Grinch's lashes, nothing oh in brows. Yeah. So and his nothing. nails, his little hair acrylic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, that, that's, that's a good thing. But no, I, I like, I genuinely love putting, uh, decorations up. Um, yeah, I can see why people like are because Thanksgiving is such a shitty like holiday in my opinion. It sucks. Where, it sucks. So it's, it's like boring. no one cares. Like once November comes, everyone's just like 
excited for Christmas. No one's really excited for Thanksgiving. So I can see why people are just like, I want this shitty holiday to pass so I can just put up fun lights and not have to worry about like having to eat turkey or something. But Yeah. Um, Nobody likes turkey. Yeah. And I don't know who decided like the whole aesthetic of Thanksgiving is like brown. It's very, very yeah. dull. Yeah, it's not something that's super appealing. Just the the whole atmosphere of Thanksgiving and stuff like that. I just get bad vibes from it. So whenever I can like celebrate Christmas, I get I get super excited. The one thing though is like I do get stressed out about everyone setting up Christmas like decorations early because I get super paranoid about gift giving. So um, right early, like when people are starting to set up, I'm like, oh my God, I have to buy my presents right now. And people start to set up mid-November. So then I'm buying my Christmas presents like a month early. That's and it's so like, true. Yeah. And so it just, it's like so unreasonable. But for me, like it does give me a little bit of a panic once everyone starts setting up super early. Cause I'm like, I need to buy the gifts now because they're going to sell out and I get super freaked out. So are you done yeah. Christmas shopping? For like, no. Or like the big thing. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, either. yeah, I mean, the bigger things definitely am. But like, you know, like Emily and I got her parents um, some some stuff, but it's nothing that like, there's like more that I want to get. And like Emily, I got her a gift, but I'm like, but I want you to open up a lot of things on Christmas. So now I'm trying to find like a bunch of other things that I can get her to open up. Um, so there's like a lot of stuff. We like, we have friends that are like, near us that we ended up getting like a something for but um i always feel bad i'm like no but we need more but obviously i just like opening presents myself and i like having a ton so it's like a hard balance between like figuring out if you want to get somebody like a few really good like kind of more expensive gifts or like a lot of gifts so that they can open a lot on Christmas I guess it depends on the person like I would prefer to just get one just amazing gift than have to open a bunch I feel like I was the opposite as a kid but now as an adult like if you get me a nice air fryer we're good like we're great I'm happy all I want for Christmas is a Dyson vacuum cleaner oh my god I want like a nice $600 vacuum cleaner I also kind of want a Dyson hair wrap I, I was going to say I want a Dyson hair dryer or yeah. Yeah, blow dryer really, really bad because I know they make really, really great. Like anything that blows or sucks air. Great. <laughs> Do I know how to use it? Probably not. I don't, I barely even know how to style my own hair. So like, I don't know what I need a $600 tool for, but I don't know. It just, it looks very nice. What's the hair wrap? Um, it's like, it's like oh a blow God. dryer, I think. Oh, okay. It's like a heat styling tool, but it's like supposed to give you like that salon blowout look. But I have oh, heard yeah, like yeah. it's not really that special. Like, and there's a lot of alternatives that are cheaper. So I don't know. Oh, this is super nice. Yeah, yeah. you can just look at it and you can see like, oh yeah, it's, this it's is expensive. High tech. Yeah, it's high tech. We're in the bitches in the future. Yeah, <laughs> I love that though. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy, like, one big gift as well. But, yeah, part of me is, like, I just like opening. So on Christmas, you know, if I only have, like, a few presents, I'm like, wait, there's not any more? So I'm a little bit stingy. I love getting gifts, which is, like, it's, like, my love language. I, that's, I was about to say that's your love language. <laughs> yeah. 
I, it's funny because I look at the love language list and I'm literally all of them. I'm like, yes, give me words of affirmation. Yeah. Give me gifts. Just, just love me, me in general. Just love In me. every way. <laughs> exactly. But um, have you got your gift for Russell yet? I did. I just, I ordered it on Thursday. So it's coming. Mm-hmm. And we like have to talk about it because I, yeah. I can't say it either. We but, keep um, getting like boxes or he keeps getting boxes. And I'm like, what's this? And he won't tell me. And like he'll, okay. he'll close the door like and open it to see what it is. I'm like, okay. Clearly yeah. it's for me. I love that. Yeah, that's um I keep thinking, no, Emily hasn't I don't think she oh she did buy me a gift. She was like she was like, I bought you something so far, so if it gets comes in the mail. But yeah, like I bought her a gift like weeks ago because I'm like, I cannot it's, it's so stressful. I used to work at a bookstore, the University of Florida bookstore. And so we would have AirPods and AirPods would be sell, sold out everywhere. Wow. Um, so people just from all over like the state, the United States were just ordering from, for the, from the University of Florida bookstore because we would have AirPods because they were sold out everywhere. That's crazy. So, yeah. I know how crazy it can be when you're trying to get something and it's like ever, it's like in a really high demand. So I just try and get it as early as possible. So I don't have to stress about it later. Um, luckily I got a good deal on what I did get her. But and it's a pretty good gift, pretty big gift. But it's I, an amazing gift. Like if I got that, <laughs> I would be so happy. So, but I want. Uh, I just like I. I feel bad. It's like, crazy to me that more. you think sh- you need to get more. <laughs> like it's insane. I told you I have an ex- I have expensive taste. We were talking about like clothing beforehand, and we're saying like yeah. I have really expensive taste. Yeah. I don't you know. Do. I just I, I really like giving. And I like being able to, like for our anniversary, I got her a nice pair of earrings. I, I enjoy the whole act of, of giving because it, it's, it's much better than having the money in my bank um, in the long run, maybe not. But <laughs> for now, I mean, the feeling of someone opening something is really nice. But yeah, uh, Christmas is always so fun. Though. I enjoy being able to get a nice, open up something that's really nice. It's just nice vibes. Yeah. I enjoy it. Just like it feels very like warm and comforting. What's so your favorite like, Christmas song? Um. Well, I have to say, "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey. Otherwise, I'll be attacked because <laughs> that's like the household favorite. Yeah, but I will say, Justin Bieber has some Christmas bangers. Like honestly, I love his Christmas music. That's I. I don't. I'm sure I've Mistletoe? heard this music around. Oh yeah, legendary, legendary. <laughs> I love that one. Do you have like a traditional one that you like, like, like one of the old ones that are like I jingle kinda, bells? Or actually, something? not really. I kind of yeah. like Silent Night. Yeah, Silent Night's very calming. It's like very religious vibes, which I'm not. But <laughs> I don't know. I just like the way that it sounds. It's very relaxing. And My tranquil. favorite, like all-time favorite, is Little, Little Drummer Boy. It's also yeah. very religious vibes, but there's just something nostalgic about it. I think because in my when I was younger, my church used to play it, and my brother was the drum, he played the drums for it, and so I think there's like a nice like like nostalgic um, aspect to it. But um, yeah, that's like my all time favorite. But um, in terms of like current pop culture, um, I'm trying to think. Ariana Grande has a great Christmas song. She has great Christmas songs too. Yeah. I love that. Uh, mistletoe is a banger now it's in my head it really is 
Yeah. But I think overall, are you a fan of eggnog? Is that something that no. you know? No. <laughs> we don't do eggnog. None in this house. It's disgusting. When I could handle dairy, I loved eggnog. Now, these days, no. I don't think I could do it. The taste of it, though, I like. Like, I can see it being alcoholic and me really enjoying it. That's true. I mean, it's been a while and I was really picky as a kid. So maybe my taste buds have, well, they have evolved. So maybe I like eggnog now. You should like try try and make like like an alcoholic eggnog at home and see if, because that's typically what it, what it is, but they obviously have like, like virgin eggnog, but typically it's like with alcohol in it. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, it's very milky. It's very heavy. But, um, and I I usually like milky, so on paper it seems like it would be a fit for me. But I don't yeah. know. I'll try it again. Yeah, I'll report sad. back next week. But have you? Oh, do you guys? Are you guys a fan of like the Christmas lights hunting? Do you go down neighborhoods and try and find the nice Christmas lights? I love Christmas. Yeah, just like seeing lights in general. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with them. That's why they're like hanging all over my apartment, and I'm probably gonna hang yeah. more. It's it's so pretty. Like just like night lights at night in general is like one of my favorite things. So if, if I lived in LA, I know there's like a lot of places that like you can just drive through and it's like the whole experience yeah. they make it. We have one like right by our house, so oh, that's cool. Maybe we should go because yeah. yeah. I love that type of stuff. Where I'm from originally, there's like a it's they have like the Edison house. Um, Thomas Edison had like a house there. And so every, like, it's like a museum now or something. And so they always have, like, a lot of Christmas lights that you can go on tours there. So I'm, like, used to seeing that growing up. But, yeah, I love Christmas lights. It's just the decorations and the whole vibe of it is so nice. So big fan. Yeah. We're, uh, clearly, we're both fans of Christmas here. Is that your favorite holiday? Um, no, it's Halloween for sure. Halloween's fun. Yeah. But Christmas is fun. I didn't like Halloween as much because um, when I was a kid, I got I was like trick or treating, and someone scared me. They like jumped out, and then I never went trick or treating ever again. And um, and so I've always just like hated it because of that. But as I've got as I've gotten older, I went out like bar hopping. Um, we went to like this gay club for Christmas, and being out in the atmosphere, and everyone just like having fun, dressing up. I was like, this is so cute. Like this is such a it wholesome. Is awesome nice like uh events and stuff like that so i love it um but yeah christmas or halloween is a good holiday my favorite holiday is um <laughs> what was i gonna say i was gonna make a joke never mind <laughs> I was my favorite say, holiday like, is trans awareness week harry potter week jk exactly. rowling week. exactly <laughs> Um, I was trying to think of a funny, like, 4th of July or something stupid, but then I was like... 4th of July is kind of fun. The first thing that came to my head was Martin Luther King Day, and I'm like, that's not funny. That's important. It's an important holiday. (laughs) It is an important (laughs) holiday, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, that is, that is, that is fun. I'm trying to think of, of other updates that have been going on in our lives. I graduate this Friday. So, December 17th. I'm officially walking. Yeah, so, that's so close. I finished all my classes and like all my schoolwork. So now I'm just like ready to just like walk. Um, but it's, it's something really annoying because they, they don't ship the cap and gown to you. 
and I'm an online student, so they're like, you have to pick it up on campus. And I'm like, I don't fucking live there. What are you talking about? Wait, what does your cap and gown look like? What are the colors? Uh, it's black and gold, but it's like fully black. But like, oh, that's um, cute. Our colors are 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 black and um are black and gold. So I can send you a picture. But um, at least it's not ugly. Yeah, so it's like traditional, like a black um, cap and gown. But I'm excited because it sucks because like I did call them and I was like, hey, why haven't I gotten it shipped yet? And they were like, oh, well, we, you know, we give it to you on campus. And I was like, no one told me that. I bought it and I, it says that I, like I'll get a shipping confirmation and I never got anything. And I wasn't aware that I had to pick it up. So I have to go the day of to get my cap and gown. And I don't know why, but you can't buy it anymore. You only can rent the cap and gown. So I don't even get to keep the the gown. I get to keep the hat, but That's I don't get to keep weird. the gown. Yeah, it's really weird. So I was just like, what? So then after immediately after the ceremony, you have to go back to the place you got your cap your your gown and then you have to like wait in line and you have to return it immediately after. So I'm like, but I want to be with my family. I want to like hang out. I want to like leave, but I can't because I, it's so stupid. That's so weird. Like keeping your cap and gown is kind of the ex- part of the experience of graduating. Yeah. And I don't so know if it's because COVID, maybe the, the But that still doesn't make sense because like they're making people put them on and then they're taking them back. So like. Yeah. I don't, it's weird to me. I don't I like I don't get it. Because Emily has her. She said she paid like not even like a hundred bucks for it. So I, I asked, I was like, theoretically, if I just stole the cat, the gown, how much would I get charged? And she was like, like $400. And I'm like, what? Oh my God. That is like that cheap plastic fabric is not $400. So I'm going to have to return it. It just sucks. Cause I'm like, I don't want to have to wait in a line like that. I keep dreading it. So I even told my That's parents, stupid. I was like, do I have to walk? Like, would you be mad if I just got my gown? We took pictures and I returned it before the ceremony ended. And they're like, no, you have to walk. Like, Fuck. So it'll be worth that. it. I think it'll be annoying. Yeah. But it'll be worth that. I'll get through it. Yeah. I'm being a baby. Yeah. But yeah. So from there, I think we can safely jump into our pop culture segment. I felt like we got really good. Uh, responses with the way we're formatting it. I felt very like confident and happy with editing it and having those little segments break broken apart. So I'm really enjoying like the way that we're, you know, we're tackling or we're like structuring the episodes now, but I'm excited to talk about this, this pop culture segment because yeah. we're both kind of had a lot of thoughts and feelings. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about, Miss Nikita Dragon. And I don't think we've ever talked have we talked about her before? I don't know. I think but in the past. Yeah. I'm I'm sure probably everybody watching this knows who she is. If not, she is a trans influencer, YouTuber, makeup guru. She has her own makeup brand and does a lot of things. And I would honestly say like she's probably one of like the most high profile trans people out there. I feel like if you mention like a trans person, she's probably one of the first people that come to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I've had mixed and conflicted feelings about her as the years have gone. Like when she first popped up, I was super obsessed with her. Like she was my favorite YouTuber. I was like, wow, there's an 
Asian representation for one, trans representation. I thought it was really cool. So I was a really big supporter of hers for a long time. Um, and then she like blew up pretty quickly. Like her trajectory and fame rose very rapidly. So I don't know. I feel like people can change when that type of exposure is brought onto them, which I feel like did happen to her. Um, but the reason we want to talk about her is because recently there has kind of been a shift in her demeanor and like the nature of content that she's been posting. And just like yesterday, as of filming, she posted something pretty heavy on her Instagram, which we still don't really know much about, but we just kind of wanted to talk about like what's been going on with her and, you know, still be respectful because we don't really know exactly what's going on, but like, how did you, or how do you feel about Nikita. I know we've talked about it privately, but there's she's just been around for a while, so it's like a roller coaster of things that she's done. For yeah, I mean I'm I'm with you when like a million percent with um I was such a big fan of hers. I remember watching her videos um whenever she was like a lot smaller. I just was a big fan of a lot of the trans YouTubers and she was one that really stuck out to me and um or stood out to me and uh yeah i really really enjoyed her content but over the years just slowly and slowly just being a little more problematic doing things that i just felt like wasn't fully beneficial for i don't know the progression of trans rights and stuff like that it just seemed like she lost her kind of her way with um with the way that i really um come to like enjoy her content so I did find it a little frustrating, you know, seeing how she responded to a lot of things regarding in her life. Um, and if she's had issues with people saying she's like done blackface and stuff like that. Um, I think up to up until recently, I'm not sure if she's still friends with James Charles, but my big issue with her was that she still like supported James Charles, even though he had like into the teen, like, like I think anywhere between like, like, 13 to like 20 like like underage like boys say that like he was trying to sex them and stuff like that and so I just like her support for him like through all that too kind of like really frustrated me so I've kind of had this love-hate relationship but then she would post a video that was about trans activism and like really really solid great sort of like the way that she handled a lot of the content when she talked about like a lot of like trans related issues was really awesome and I think she's really great at talking about it, really great at being an activist for it. But also she would do things that I felt like didn't quite make sense. So like when she talked about, um, um, I, I think it was like trans people in sports. I think she made like really good points. And I really, I think she was like being a really great ally. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong. But um, um, yeah, so I just it's kind of become this thing where I also agree with you where I really liked her. Um, and then it kind of slowly has gone like, like gone away. My support for her has gone away, but seeing this news and seeing the things that have happened to her have been like really kind of interesting to really unload and to kind of see the progression and like how this happened, what is going on with her. It's really, um, it's really interesting to try to break down. Yeah, I feel like most of the things that I've disagreed with aren't really related to her 
trans activism and the way that yeah. she's represented the trans community because she like if there's one thing about her she's very unapologetically trans which I very much appreciate um and she she's very vocal about it and that's something I've always respected about her I think most of her controversies have come from like things that she's worn or said and like being accused of cultural appropriation blackface that type of stuff so those are like the things that get her in trouble but at the core like in terms of representing the trans community I think she's pretty much always like done a good job um until like so I would say like the beginning of this whole change was when she released a song a cut like I don't know if it was a couple months ago or probably like a month ago called dick and in the song she is like embracing her anatomy which is fine but she also like calls out a lot of men that she's had relationships in the past with um and like kind of put them on blast for like dming her or hitting her up which i kind of thought was like a little counterproductive because like i don't know why you're kind of like shaming men who are like interested in you that that seems kind of weird to me so I feel like she did get a lot of backlash from that and after that she released like a a series of posts and like YouTube videos titled like Nikita Dragon is dead and things like that to kind of like I don't know if she was like trying to symbolize that she was listening to the feedback that she was getting and she was trying to like enter a new era and like she was mentioning things about how you know, fame has kind of got to her head and she's kind of lost herself and she wants to get back to like being who she was at her core, not being so superficial and things like that. So I feel like that was like the starting point of things changing um, until what happened recently, where again, I I don't exactly know what happened because she hasn't really said anything, but I guess something had happened on Thanksgiving and she was like, unvoluntarily put into a mental hospital and like sedated and all these type of things. And I feel like that's like a completely different issue. You can have problems with somebody, but her like being vocal and speaking out about mental health recently, I feel like it's a different side of her. And I I don't have anything negative to say. I hope she gets all the help that she needs and ends up getting better and resolves whatever is going on with her life. Yeah, it was really alarming because I, um, yeah, I stumbled upon her post, her stories in her post. And yeah, in the picture she posted, she has like this mark on her stomach, which I think we still don't quite know if it's a scratch, if it's a marker. But um, it, it is interesting to like, you know, to see everything going on. And hopefully she is okay. Obviously, I wish the best for her. Um, it was kind of hard reading this, you know, I, I feel for her, I, I feel, I feel bad. Um, you know, I don't know the circumstances on, was she kicked out of a family's house? Was she at a friend's party or something was kicked out? There's not really any specifics. And I think she said she'll, she'll talk about it more like later. So it's all just kind of a waiting game right now. We're not really sure um, what is, what's happening, what's going on and, you know, and if she is okay. So um, obviously, we all we can do is wish her the best. But yeah, um, there's still a lot that is unanswered. Um, 
Yeah, so hopefully she is doing well. Because um, I don't keep up with her much, but when I see things like this, obviously it does concern me, um, seeing her stories and everything. But yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see and to hear more about it. Because yeah, she said she was kicked out of some sort of Thanksgiving um, day thing, but I'm not sure if it was with family, if it was friends. Do you know? No, she was, I don't yeah. really think it was specified. Yeah, so I think a lot of people are just kind of like wondering like what is going on? Like, is she overall okay? I mean, in the pictures that she posted, she seemed happy. She posted photos of her outside the the hospital and um, on a train track with her ass out, like doing her thing. So <laughs> hopefully, obviously, all is well with her. But yeah, my journey with Nikita Dragon has been like, it has been like a roller coaster where I find myself following her and unfollowing her a ton. And um, it does... I think I want her to be, I want her obviously to be the best that she can be. I want her to be a good example for trans people. Um, and, you know, I do support her at the end of the day as a trans woman and as a trans trans activist. So, um, but yeah, uh, I don't really know how much more I can say about it just because there is little information on everything. Yeah, I've seen a, a lot of people say like, they think that this is like a publicity stunt because she did kind of get a lot of flack for her song, which I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say that's true or not. I think it is kind of fucked up to just like assume that, especially like if you can clearly see that somebody is struggling with like their mental health. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I, I'm rooting for her. I want her to succeed. I don't know if you saw like a couple weeks ago, she went back to her hometown and like went back to her high school and like was like hanging out with the students and stuff, which I thought was really cool. So like, I know like she can get to a place where she can be a good influence, but I think just like living in LA is like tough. If you're, especially if you blow up as quickly as she did coming from like a small town, a lot can go to your head and it's like a lot of influence and you feel like you need to put on an act a lot. And I feel like that's kind of what she did. So I feel like what we mostly know about her is like the persona of Nikita Dragon, but we have barely seen her at her core, which it seems like she's showing now, which I appreciate. My, I always, I always describe Nikita Dragon as being really good at having really famous friends. So I feel like that's how she kind of got really popular was all the people that she hung herself around with. I think she really was trying to find that clout, trying to find the as much influence as she can, um, being friends with um, a lot of, uh, I think she is friends with Kylie Jenner and a lot of her, her yeah. friends and be, being in that circle. So yeah, I think, I don't know, I was just kind of turned off with the way that she handles things or talked about a lot of things, but um but I am rooting for her. I hope that she gets through what she's getting through. And at the end of the day, hopefully it grounds her more to take a step back and to actually, you know, see things in a light that, um, that I can, I guess that more people can stand behind because they want to support her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, you know, I do remember those old days of watching her videos and being like really into the things that she was making. Um, she made a video uh, years ago. I wish that I, I knew it off the top of my head. 
But um, I don't know, was she interviewing people or she went around talking? I think it was like Trans Day of Remembrance she made a video for. Um, I remember she was like on like the Hollywood Boulevard, the Hollywood yeah. Walk of Fame, just like talking to people about trans issues and was like, you know, I'm trans and like seeing their reaction. And I thought that was like a really good video to have. Yeah. So um, I think it's, yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that I like really want from her. I want more from her is videos that like, that I can watch and like actually like enjoy and not kind of roll my eyes when I'm, I'm like watching it. Um, a lot of trans content is like hard for me to watch, especially when I just like, when it is someone like Nikita, where I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if at our core values, do we f- view the things the same way? But, um, but it is, it's so, it's such a weird phenomenon where it's like you grow up really liking someone, but then it feels like you just kind of grow apart and like, obviously as a viewer, like grow apart as a viewer. So um, we'll see what happens and what more information comes out. And we'll definitely cover it once we find out more because I, I am really interested. I'm going to keep in, like I'm going to keep my my eye out for for more like details coming out. Yeah. So Nikita, if you're watching this, if you're listening, be our friend. We're, we're on your side, girly. Like we're, we're hoping <laughs> for your success. We are. And I hope though. you get better. Exactly. Genuinely. Like I, I am 100%. I like, I, I do like, I love who she is as a trans woman and I love that she can stand for the trans community. Is she the first trans pop star? No. Listen, honey, Kim has had that title for so long. So, but is she a great trans influence? I think she can be. And and I've seen her be that way. So I am... I am 100% on her side and I do wish her the best and I hope that everything, you know, gets better with her. Same. Also stream Coconuts by Kim Petras. <laughs> Please stream Coconuts by Kim Petras. Yeah, I'm trying to see. I love her posing in her Akatsuki, like, garb. <laughs> it's kind of, Her, I will say, like, she really can put some looks together. Really? If anything... She got her looks down pat. Like, her stylist is so talented. So, good for her. But, like, at the end of the day, it's kind of more than just, like, looks, you know? I was, like, reading her her caption, and she was, like, I was walking in the streets um, in my Kotsky jacket. I was reading it, and I was, like, oh, is that a brand? And then I, like, (laughs) look, and I'm, like, no, it's literally, like, the Naruto. Bitch, didn't you watch Naruto? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I like when I saw the pictures I was like oh that's what she meant okay yeah 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 well we're sending her positivity positivity and good, and good vibes yeah yeah 100% um but is there any other sort of uh pop culture things that you've been interested or want to talk about is there anything going on um I don't really think so I think that was like the biggest thing that happened this week. That's yeah, like what it, most people are kind of talking about at this point. Yeah, it might. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy because it's still so new. It came out yesterday. We're filming this on Sunday. The episode is going to come out on Monday. So, um, yeah. So I, it, it's really all still new and developing. So I really wanted to talk about it because I think it's important to address and figure out kind of what's going on and what's happening. But 
yeah, I think from here we can kind of jump on to the main topics of the day. We have two main topics. That we're going to be discussing and talking about. And I'm excited. Uh, and, you know, you can have the rain on jumping into that. Yeah, I'm honestly so excited. Because like, I am like, a very big fan of pageants. I don't know why I'm just like obsessed with them. So I think the two main topics that we're going to cover are kind of related to each other. So we can kind of intertwine them really well. But first, I guess we'll talk about a TikTok that I saw recently that came across my page. Um, we can show what the TikTok was or like we can link it or I can provide that on my story if anybody wants to watch it. You know what I've noticed? I noticed that every single time I post a photo or a video and my body like looks really snatched, I always get a comment like this, like every time. And you know what? I love that for the girls. I love that trans women are the blueprint for what a badass bitch looks like. I know that's fucking right. I love that when you see me, you think this bitch is so perfect and so bad. She's gotta be a man. Like, okay, I'll take it. I mean, I'll take it. My only problem is if you see a trans woman and you feel the need to point out that that's a man, that means that you don't think trans women are women. So then that means you need to unpack why every time you see a bad bitch that makes your dingling go hoo hoo, you think it's a man. Unpack, unpack baby. But let me help you out because trans women are still women. So even though you find trans women attractive, you're still straight, honey. It's okay. So yeah, I'm a cisgender woman. I was born a woman, but if I was trans, nonetheless, I'm just a bad bitch. On my birth certificate under gender, it says bad bitch. That's it. Hope that helps. But basically, it's this cis woman who is responding to a TikTok comment um, of somebody asking if she is trans. And she's a cis woman. She's stunning, gorgeous. Um, but she's like, I would say, or what a lot of people would say is like the embodiment of femininity, like nice body, long hair, makeup, nails, everything. And in the TikTok, she was kind of talking about how she actually gets this comment a lot. And I have also noticed that a lot of cis black women get this comment. Like whenever they look at their best, like their makeup is done, hair is done, outfits on point, people are like questioning, is that a man or something like that? And I think it's really interesting. And there's a lot to unpack about why like people think that way. And we did kind of talk in a previous episode about how we kind of have like nowhere to go in terms of our expression as a trans woman, because on one end, you aren't feminine enough. And on the other, if you're too feminine, it's just like automatically assumed that you're trans. So like, it's funny to me that when men see like the perfect embodiment of femininity and a woman, their, their mind is like, oh, I need to know if this is a trans woman or not. Like, I think that like, there's so much to unpack about like that type of thought process. It's, um, I love the TikTok. Um, 
yeah, I just, I felt like she described it really great. And um, just like that whole idea of when you see someone so hot that like you're attracted to them so much that in your head, you have to, you have to ask yourself if they're trans or not. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, like unpack that. Why, why is it an issue if they're trans or not? Why do you think they're trans? Is it because they're so beautiful? So you're attracted to trans women. You're attracted to women. They're women. So it is It is funny, though, because people are starting to see um, this, like, hyper-feminine embodiment of beauty. And now they're associating it with trans women. And so I just, I like, I love the idea behind um, people seeing us as women. But it is kind of like, it's gone to a point where it's like, yeah, like, you're not you look like a man, you don't look like a woman to the point where it's like, you look so much like a woman, you can't be a woman. Like, it doesn't feel like there is a winning, but it, to me, it is really funny to see cis men, try, cis men trying to like get their, get out of finding trans women attractive. And it's like, no, like we're hot. Like trans women are hot. And you admitted it. Like you already said she was hot. So like, I don't right. know, it's just a lot to kind of digest. And I feel like we've kind of, shifted. I don't know if it's necessarily positive or negative, but I would say a couple of years ago, it was like people calling trans women out for not being feminine enough or like being clockable, I guess. Um, and now it's to the point where like people are like, wow, you're hot. Like they'll admit that like trans women are attractive and do look like the gender that they identify as. But then it goes back to, yeah, you might be like pretty and you might look like that, but guess what? You're born a man. That's what your chromosomes say. <laughs> it's like, they're like saying, okay, we got it. Like you look good, but we have to find another way to tear you down because you're not right. a woman. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I would say like, even like a few years ago, I mean, if you said trans woman and someone's trying to be transphobic, they'd be like the bitch from GameStop. The one that like oh, had the tantrum no, in GameStop and Game was Stop, like, lady. and was like just like I don't know, being super. I don't know the story behind that person if they are trans. I feel like I have to look into it because I feel like stuff came out about them. But um, um, but yeah, regardless. But I feel like yeah, they would use that video a lot or like other videos like that to say like these are like these are men and all this stuff and um, to use it to tear down trans women. But yeah, like you said, it is interesting to. So for them to see beauty and immediately think, wow, that's a trans woman. But mm-hmm. in their head, they're justifying it as this bad thing. But it's like, no, like, that is awesome that you think this is a trans woman. Like, yeah, they are beautiful. We are beautiful. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's so cool. Even yeah. even in the like, most transphobic, like, sense that you get from this. Like, like, they're being so transphobic. But at the same time, it's like, it's so like, it's almost like reverse psychology. Where like it doesn't, it, the logic makes no sense because it's all on the side of the trans woman. Like you just are affirming the idea that they look like women. Yeah, they're like insulting us, but also like saying that we're pretty at the same time, and that feels good to like be called pretty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I no no I like I I love the TikTok and I love the, this whole this whole like this yeah this whole notion of like cis men getting so angry because they can't tell the difference and it's like because right it just when you are seeing gender the way that you see gender is is what we that's how we base gender off of it is how we see it so when they see gender to a point where they can't they don't know if they 
they're scared of being attracted to us, then then by that definition, by them questioning it, breaks down the whole concept of of gender. It, it, it like gender isn't this this structured thing, right? Gender is is how we view it. Gender is a construct. So them questioning whether someone's super feminine is trans or not breaks down this whole idea that gender is binary. Gender is is one way or the other. And so I think it's really funny because it's like you have it's like it gives me the same vibe as when Ben Shapiro fucks up because trying to misgender a trans woman and keep saying he, he, and then we'll fuck up and say she. And it's like, you're breaking down right now. You're showcasing your whole logic is flawed Mm -hmm. because gender is how we perceive it a lot of times. And if you perceive a woman to be a woman, she is a woman. Um, Yeah. So, but I think in in that case she was talking, I think Ben Shapiro was talking about Blair White whenever he misgendered he kept misgendering Blair White and then gendered her correctly. Yeah. And then was like, and it's just like, it's just so funny. It's that whole like idea of like trying so hard to be transphobic, but you just somehow end up proving that trans people are women. Trans women are women. Mm. Yeah. And I will say she's like the epitome of an ally. Cause like the whole point of the TikTok was like to uplift trans women and be like, you know what? Like that's the biggest compliment because you know, if a trans woman is seen as like the epitome of beauty, then I also like want to be like that too. And I feel yeah. like that's kind of the, the energy that we need from our female counterparts because like a lot of them are like kind of like guys, like they'll admit that a girl is pretty, but like they do like shady things like at a club or something, they'll go up to like their guy friends and be like, I know you've been talking to her, but did you know, like, she is born a man and, like, things like that. So it's, like, a lot of petty drama with girls when we just need them to be allies because it it does go a long way to have, like, women also calling men out for being transphobic. So honestly, love her. She's my queen. I don't really go on TikTok, but love her. Yeah, we stand. I mean, I think it's there's something really awesome about because, you know, transphobia exists, like, definitely within, like, a cis heteronormative sort of, like, world that we live in, definitely on the side of of masculinity. And if someone's masculinity is questioned because they're are attracted to a trans woman, then obviously that has led to dangerous situations with, you know, trans women being subjected to, like, assault and stuff like that. But um, it is great, it's great to see people, like, on the side of the trans woman, um, of, of us defending us and making, you know, making a space for us to exist and, def- you know, being there for us. And that's what we need everyone to be like. We need people to support us in any way we can to just prove that like, yeah, these, these, every your logic is flawed and, um, we, we exist. So I think that that was really awesome. I love that TikTok. Um, but going on from this idea of beauty and femininity, something really amazing is happening right now in um, within beauty pageants. And I, I know that you have been wanting to talk about it. So do you want to like dive more into that? Yes. What's been going on? Yes. Um, so I think the Miss USA pageant was a couple of weeks ago. Um, but this year there was a first ever open trans woman competing for Miss USA 
who was Cataluna Enriquez. Um, she's Miss Nevada and Miss Silver State, which is like the preliminary pageant to get to Miss Nevada. Um, so she was like the first trans Miss anything in the country, which I thought was amazing. But I mean, kind of like you said, linking beauty standards to pageants, which obviously is a big thing that goes into what makes a pageant a pageant. Um, Obviously, I feel like anybody could guess that a trans woman being Miss Nevada would cause a lot of drama because obviously, you know, there's always that idea that people think that trans women aren't women. So like the fact that your state is being represented by a trans woman is going to piss people off by nature, which it definitely did. I saw some really bad comments, but I mostly just like wanted to kind of link them together because I think it is so funny that a lot of the times people are able to admit that like a trans woman is attractive, but they always have to follow up with something. Like I've seen so many comments of her be like, wow, she's so pretty. I couldn't even tell she's trans, but she's not a woman and she shouldn't be in this pageant. And I've seen a lot of people like say that she's like taking spots away from other girls when I don't know if you know, like how a pageant works, but like you kind of have to like perform, like you have to walk, you have to like sell, you have to do interviews, you have to give answers. And it's like, it's not something that you can just take. Like they're not going to pick you just because she's trans and that they wanted to say like they were the first people to ever like choose a trans winner. Like she rightfully deserved to win like her answers. Like I watched some of the answers and stuff that she gave and she's so eloquent. She's so intelligent and carries herself amazingly, which is why she ended up winning. So I just thought it was interesting to kind of link those two together and talk about just beauty standards because we're getting to a point where trans women are living and excelling in the things that they do. And I mean, if you find them attractive and they are outperforming cis women, that that's not our problem. Like just, I don't know, get better. I don't know. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, I don't know how pageants work because I haven't like I haven't viewed the pageants. I haven't seen any. Um, you said there's one coming up, right? Tomorrow. Miss Universe is literally tonight. Oh, it's tonight. Yeah. Oh wait, does it just stream somewhere? Hold on. Now I have. It to... is. Tre- I think it's like streaming somewhere. It starts at four p.m. Eastern, four p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So I will okay. be watching. Four p.m. So it's go Miss Philippines. So Duh. seven seven p.m. for us. And is she in it or no? No. So she no, didn't. This- So usually it's like they have everybody and then there's like a placement. It's usually like top 16 or something. And she actually didn't place, which got a lot of attention also because she performed really, really, really well. So there was like a question as to like, is, are we just not ready for a trans woman to be that far into the competition or did she lose for normal circumstances? But like, I watched it and like, I've seen a lot of people like reacting and she was like in the top three for a lot of people to win the whole thing. So it's just like kind of weird that she performed really well, but didn't move on. Yeah. I mean, so she would be the first trans woman, um, like Miss USA if she'd be in Miss universe. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, she was competing 
for the first, yeah, she was the first like trans miss anything, like any yeah. state, but then it would have been like the first for the country. And then I believe there, there has already been yes, a I miss Spain. Venezuela or I, I Spain. Think, yeah. I think it was I think it's Spain. Spain. And also Jenna Talakova, like years ago competed too. I think she's Canadian. So there have been trans women in like the Miss Universe pageant, but not from our country, from the USA. Yeah. So Angela Maria Ponce Camacho is the Spanish model and beauty pageant title holder who won Miss Universe Spain 2018. So she won? She won Spain, but not. Okay. So she went to Miss Universe, but she didn't win. Okay. Yeah. Stunning. I love trans women. Wow. They're literally so like, I, I just Am I can't chaser? Get her. Oh my god, are we fetishizing? Oh my god. This is oh my so god. <laughs> Cancel us. But um yeah, I I'm excited. I want to see it tonight. Or do you know if you said there's a trans woman in the this competition or you not are? this not, not she this was the only one. Yeah. But we're rooting for Miss Philippines, obviously, always. Always. But like Miss Mexico, what does she look like? Hold on. Pretty. I mean they're all pretty. They are pretty. <laughs> It's so funny. It's just like, it's not even really about like the girl at this point. It's just like everybody has so much pride in their country and like wherever they came from. Yeah. Like I could have been Miss Philippines and they would be like, yes, Miss Philippines, even though I I don't look like a beauty pageant queen at all. (laughs) I'm, I like, I'm so invested now. So I have to watch it. So I'll watch it tonight. Is it like, like, is it pleasure? Is it a multi-day event or is it all in one day? It like the preliminary one. I f- I sound like such a like pageant. <laughs> no, I no, I'm 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 so because I'm so new to the world. Please explain. It's like they have like untelevised preliminary competitions. Like they did, they've already walked a few times and did like national costumes and stuff. But like tonight is when they'll pick like the top ten or whatever, and then do interviews and stuff like that. So it's okay. like the just one night tonight. I'm excited. Okay, I'll watch it. I'll tell yeah. them when we have to. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm was really excited because I had no idea. I think the pageant universe just kind of misses me. So um, whenever you kind of send stuff over, I'm like, it was really awesome, and I was really like shocked to see, like, wow, like we are kind of advancing to a place where you know trans women are accepted in these pageants. And, you know, there could be a rule that doesn't accept them, but they are being accepted. And I think that's a good big step. And although, you know, maybe she didn't place because, you know, there's still a long way to go. It is still really incredible to see that she um, is like, she's doing it. Like she's kicking ass and um, she, uh, I want to like watch the interviews that she's done. But um, I, I love that. And I love that for the country moving forward. And hopefully we will have one day have a, you know, a trans universe, Miss Universe. So it's going to be me. <laughs> Do okay. it. You should be in pageants. Sometimes I used to think it was so fun to like look at questions they would ask in a pageant and like try and answer them as if I was in the pageant. Are they like, how would you solve world peace? Are they like that? They're like, like, I know, like what is your idea of, an ideal woman what what's the embodiment of femininity or something like that like that's her their questions oh, I love have you that. seen there's like a video a long time ago of like some girl at a pageant 
just completely obliterating her answer. They were like talking something about like lack of education. And she was like, well, I personally think that like if everyone in school had like a map, they would be able to like see other parts of the world. And it would just like bring us all together. And I was like, girl, it's so funny. You have to look it up. It's probably like under the worst pageant answers ever or something. So for Miss Universe, because they're from different countries, is there a translator that'll translate what they're saying? Some of them have translators, yeah. They like ask in English and then translate it if they don't also speak English. But you don't have to answer in English. That's awesome. I want to see it now. Okay, I'm excited. I'm going to time later to watch it tonight. But yeah, I, I think that this is just really awesome. It reminds me of obviously two different things, but like... Um, you know, Victoria with being the first like trans Mexico play playboy um, things like those monumental things that you think of when you embody, like what is the embodiment of a woman? And like these trans women are being like accepted into these spaces, like as a playboy, as a, a Miss Nevada, like it is really, really awesome because like going back to that TikTok, we're seeing that people are realizing that like trans women are women. If, they embody what this ideal version of a woman is. If you can sit there and understand, like, even if you're being transphobic, but you can see that trans women, if you're, if you're to the point where you're like, oh, this has to be a man because this woman is so perfect, then it kind of clearly comes and states that trans women are as much of a woman as a cis woman is, and they deserve to be in as much or as in all these spaces um, that as any cis woman deserve to be in. Um, so yeah, I think this is like a great, great thing and I'm going to keep following her and keeping up with like, um, I mean, are there other opportunities for in the future for her to run again and stuff like that? Do you know? I don't, I don't think so. I think it's like once you run once it's done. Um, but I, I agree. I think it's like, I mean, the public can have their own opinions. Like you can say whatever you want, but at the end of the day, like, the organizations and the companies are putting these trans women in place like places like this of such stature and like like you said the embodiment of what femininity is so like it doesn't really matter what you think like if you want to be transphobic and complain about it that's fine but like at the end of the day the companies that are responsible for running everything and all of these organizations are having the faith and they believe in these women to put them in a position where you know trans women aren't really seen so i think that's really a good thing the best takeaway from like all of this yeah and i'm happy we were able to talk about that i mean i love whenever we see trans women succeeding doing great things um and it is really awesome also because you know she is a person of color and she's thriving and um and it's really when i see her i that's when i think of america right because she's, she's, you know, someone that is the embodiment of like a melting pot of what, you know, the United States, I feel like represents. She's a trans woman. You know, she is Filipino. Like, I, like I'm just really, you know, I love that. Yeah. And she also made her own evening gown. Yeah. So I, like, I was reading icon. about that. It was like How a rainbow could... flag. It's like a tribute to the LGBT community. And she made it herself and she won with it, which was so iconic to me. So that she like couldn't off. afford to buy her own 
um, her own like outfit. So she just made her own. And it looks like it's like $12 million. Like it looks expensive. So kudos to her. Reminds me of like a lot of ball culture too. Like going back to like ball culture where a lot of like these performances, um, you can call them drag performances, you can call them balls, whatever. But um, um, it would a lot be just like self-made things that they made themselves. It's kind of, it goes to show like the resourcefulness of like the trans community. And I love mm-hmm. that. So obviously kudos to her. And I'm happy we're able to talk about that today. But with that being said, I think um, we can wrap up this episode here. Um, if you are interested in listening to more episodes, you can follow us at the, or just go to girlishpodcast.com. I work so hard on that website, so please visit it. Um, all of our social medias are on there. You can follow us everywhere. If you want to go to our website or Instagram, everything is at girlishpodcast. Um, so yeah, go check us out. We have a videos, uh, up every Friday. Our audio podcast is up every Monday, maybe sometimes Tuesday, depending on if my work is hard, but it should be Monday every, every week. So, um, just keep your eye out for stuff like that. Yeah. Go watch our YouTube videos because who would I want to see like us? Hello. I know. And you'll get cameos from our cats. You can see Jordan, like you could right there. This is what an hour and eight minutes of Jordan footage just sitting in the background. So you don't, you wouldn't see that if you didn't watch the videos. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, As always, like comment, DM us on our personal pages or on girlish. If you have any topics that you want us to cover, um, because obviously we want to talk about stuff that people are interested in. Um, Yeah. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a good holiday season. We'll be back again soon. I hope everyone's getting their Christmas shopping done and putting up their Christmas lights and just being jolly and happy. (laughs) And not like me, not a Christmas Grinch, apparently. Yep. And don't forget to buy us our Christmas gifts for all the hard um, work that we put in for you We'll both accept aloe gift cards um also there's a balenciaga bag that i really want so like if anybody is listening and has the means you can venmo me like that works yeah so just support us wherever you can um and one last thing on spotify there's this cool feature where we can ask you guys questions or have a poll um so anytime you're watching our video or listening to our audio podcast go on spotify and engage with that like message and then if you have a, a response that I feel like is like, I don't know, that pertains like really well to the question. I'll even pin it. So your profile and your question or your statement um, will be pinned to the thing. So yeah, engage with that. It'd be really great to have more people engaging uh, with that. But yeah, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.